This is episode 018. Instead of waiting for your tribe to show up, it's time to show up for your tribe. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Through my personal brand of storytelling, musings, wisdom bombs and insights, we journey into motherhood, the catalyst if you so choose to become more conscious, aware and woke. I'm just one mama following the path to woke and I hope you choose to wake up with me too. Beautiful mama, before we begin today's episode, I've just got to jump in here quickly and let you know that there is one week left before the Alchemy of Emotional Freedom Masterclass commences on August the 11th for the live round. The Alchemy of Emotional Freedom program dives into EFT, tapping, chakra work, essential oils, white light, and of course, teaching you how to use all of these beautiful tools, in particular tapping, and how to apply them for yourself and for your family. Learning these tools is a life-changing experience. It will really help you to cultivate more emotional freedom, more emotional groundedness, more lightness, more joy, more flow, and to really let go of that which holds you back those wounds, those beliefs, those patterns, and also just to call in more of what you desire. It is an incredible, incredible tool, and I cannot wait to teach you. Link is in the show notes, so please jump on board before this live round commences. Welcome, beautiful mama. So today I'm talking about tribe about village and this was at the request of a beautiful friend of mine a little shout out to you Tanya because she has moved from Victoria to northern New South Wales and she's left her tribe and she's in the process of cultivating a new tribe so I sat down to start writing some notes about the village about the tribe I'm going to get right into it in a second, but I was surprised to see what came out as I was writing. Uh, A few things have come up in this journey through thinking and feeling into what the tribe is about for us and what the village is about for us, and some things I wasn't quite expecting. So I hope you will follow along with me, and I hope that it all lands for you and makes sense for you in a way that perhaps it never has before. So for most of us today, the village has moved to an online space. We have these beautiful communities that are easily accessible via Facebook and Instagram and other social media platforms. And they have perfectly facilitated and closed the gap that we've had previously when it comes to calling in our tribe. We're able to connect with people all over the world. We're able to share in like-minded stories and experiences and 
educate ourselves and be educated by others and it's beautiful and I love it and that's a big thing for me to say because when I was first introduced to Instagram I think it was 2008 back when I worked in PR and marketing I had so much resistance to it the last thing I wanted to do was to be online and to share my whole world and I still have some resistance to it but one of the things that I do love about it is the connection is the tribe is the village that I've called in and that I get to have around me and that I get to be part of it's also a space that provides opportunities for work as you know for employment for communication for connection for career the reason why I'm highlighting this social media aspect and the online aspect of the village now is because For most of us in our generation, we are parenting alone. We live in these little secular houses, units, in these little bubbles where we are doing everything on our own. It's a very different environment, isn't it? We don't have this circle around us at every given moment. We live with our partners, with our children, and although there are opportunities to connect externally, for the most part, we are parenting alone. There isn't this divine feminine connection, this tribe that is holding and supporting without any guilt or without any payment or without any extra effort. We don't really have that at our fingertips anymore. And we are mostly running within this masculine energy space. We have to get on with the jobs and take action and support ourselves and do, do, do and go, go, go and manage the home and our career and our children and ourselves and our partner and all the things within that. And some people like me live in the same suburb as their own family and yet everybody is so busy, it takes a lot to reach out and ask for help. So I want to explore these questions. Why has this happened? How did we get to this point? And does that really matter in the end? Does it really matter why we're here? Or does it really matter to explore why tribe benefits us? How it benefits ourselves and our families? And perhaps how we can cultivate and find our tribe in light of the way our society is constructed at the moment. So to touch on briefly why I think we've got to this point, I think it's just got a lot to do with the structure, the actual structure of the way we live. We, we live in separate homes, we live in separate apartments, we live in these little bubbles. We go to work in our separate cars and even if we go to work on a bus or a train, we're head down in our phone and it is all about accumulating the stuff that you need in your life for you to get through and we've disconnected from the dependency and the connection of being in a village. I'm not judging that, that's just what's happened and that's just how it is but it's interesting to notice as you walk around in your suburb, in your city, in your life, and you witness how we all live. 
And yes, we come together. Yes, we have social gatherings. Yes, we have ways to connect. But for the most part, we all live behind our own brick walls, whether those are electronic brick walls or the physical brick walls of your home. But what really matters to me is understanding how tribe does benefit us, how it benefits ourselves and our families and our children. And how can we bring it into our life? Children seeking support from those within their family unit or even if they're not blood related that have strengths and gifts in areas that are different to you. So perhaps you have aunties or uncles in your children's lives that fill the gaps where you're weak or unresourced in. And what this actually means is we have to come to the truth that we aren't supposed to be everything to everyone at all times. That our children actually do need to be parented and to be supported and to be raised and to be guided by other people. Many of our children have that relationship with their primary school teachers or their daycare teachers or carers and that's beautiful and they get to see their grandparents and their aunties and their uncles and that's amazing because they get to have that connection, that touch point. But in terms of allowing them to parent, that's a slightly different story. A lot of us don't have that opportunity. We don't have the opportunity to let our children be with their aunties, their uncles, their grandparents for extended period of time and to actually sit in their wisdom and to sit in the way that they do things. I know from personal experience when I have had the opportunity to leave my daughter with her auntie or a neighbour or somebody else in my trusted circle. I have seen so much value in not only the support that I've received, the time off that I've received, but what she gains, what my children gain by being in the presence of somebody else who does things a little differently to me, who maybe approaches my child in a different way without my own story or my own woundings and my own belief systems that could be potentially blocking me from parenting her in that moment in the way that she needs. And I think that's a really important thing to note. I think it's really key here to let this sink in that we are not meant to be everything to everyone at all time and that we cannot expect that our children will get everything that they need from us. And this is why it is sad that we don't have these tribes and this village feel as much as we used to. There's so much pressure on ourselves, especially as mothers, to nurture our children emotionally and physically and psychologically and energetically to make sure that they're eating well and moving right and socializing well and cultivating deep, beautiful emotional intelligence and, you know, being their beautiful, bright selves and allowing them to be unique individuals yet helping them to fit in and making sure that they're eating all the right foods for their nutrition and for their brain, but not being too strict about the sugar thing. You get me, right? There is just so much that we have to do when we're doing it on our own. But when we have the village, when we have the aunties and the uncles, and when we have the neighbours and the grandparents, 
we allow our child to see the world through multiple perspectives. We allow our child to learn in different ways. We allow our child to come to an understanding for themselves about what feels right and what feels wrong. Maybe the auntie or the uncle or the grandparent does things differently to you, but what we're also teaching our child is compassion and respect and understanding and a willingness to accept people as they are. There are plenty of things that my parents say and do that I don't agree with as a parent, but by letting my child be in their space and then perhaps talking about that with her, I'm showing her that who they are and what they think and how they do it is good and okay and it's different, but it's still fine because it's right for them. So what's right for you? And it also allows me to sit in the energy of support. How does it feel to let somebody else support me? How does it feel to let somebody else do something for me so I can have some space, so I can be carried so I can fill in my own gaps within my heart and soul that need nourishment and nurturing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's taken me a while to get there. It's taken me a while to relinquish control, I guess, or to be fully okay that other people's ways are perfect and right when it comes to caring for my child or supporting me you know, I have this ongoing joke about my mum that she's helpful, not helpful, because she'll come over and she'll want to help out and she'll want to fold some laundry. And God bless her, she does it completely differently to me. And she folds the laundry and kind of lines it up on the couch, which is just ridiculous because I've got two crazy children that climb on the couch and obviously knock everything over. Whereas when I do, I fold it and put it in the basket. But it's taken me some time to accept her support for what it is and be grateful for it because it's not a common element in my life. And when it does happen, it's like, this is something somebody wants to do for me. And I'm letting my children see myself be supported and therefore them. And I'm sinking into that support and I'm okay with how it looks. So the... The whole conversation around tribe and village is an interesting one because I don't want you to listen to this and be thinking, well, I don't have a tribe and I don't have a village and yeah, great story, Claire, cool, but I've got no one to support me. So I want to explore that a little bit because I get it. I do. Like I said, I live in a suburb. I live in Coogee in Sydney. My parents are down the road. My mum goes away for four months of the year, so does my dad. I have three sisters that live nearby, but they all have their own children, and so do I. And because of the way that our lives are structured and their lives are structured and our age gaps and the way that society is structured, I don't see them that often, and they don't see me that often. And we hesitate to support each other because there's already so much on each other's plate. And that's really interesting to me. But then I have a neighbour downstairs who I've mentioned before who we freely and easily support each other because she's so physically close. But also there's no family drama connected there as well. There's a neutrality there and we can just show up as friends. So when I talk about aunties, I classify that neighbour as an auntie to my children even though she's not blood related. So there's a tribe starting to build both online for me and 
offline and they have their benefits. They have their own unique style and they have nourishment in their own unique way. But when I'm sitting and thinking about the village and I'm sitting and thinking about tribe, what I really come to is this. We are desiring and seeking support. We are aware that something is amiss, that we're going it alone and that we shouldn't be and that we weren't meant to raise children on our own because whilst we're raising children, we're also in the process of raising ourselves. We're becoming woke. We're slowly, carefully, every day exploring the path of consciousness that motherhood lays out for us. We are raising ourselves because our children trigger our inner child and bring up our own wounds for us to heal. So we aren't supposed to do this alone and we're all starting to realize this. And we desire support and we seek it in some way, shape or form. And some of us are better at asking for it than others and that's awesome. But this is what I really want to highlight for you and it's a slightly different perspective that just came to me as I was writing notes for this. Sometimes when we desire and seek support, what's really underlying that is that we are often diminishing our own capabilities and our own ability to cope. Sometimes, not always, we might be looking for somebody else to carry us, to fill these gaps within us by making us feel whole and safe and held and loved, that we can breathe a sigh of relief and lean into their stronghold, into their embrace So what happens is often, not always, we can give our power away to some degree. It often means that we are seeking and leaning into a codependent relationship, which can be hugely detrimental to our sense of self and our sovereignty and our understanding of how strong and capable we are. So there are a couple of things that need to be highlighted on this because I know this is a bit of a curveball. So thinking about where you might currently be in a codependent relationship, and for most of us, this is likely with your partner, or maybe your mother, or your father, or your sister, or somebody that's super close to you, someone that you feel you cannot cope without, and someone that you expect to carry and lift you, someone that you put all your eggs in their basket, and without saying it directly, or perhaps even consciously, you are feeling and thinking that they should make you feel whole, make you feel safe, hold you, love you, support you, get you through all the hard times, fix things, repair you. This is really uncomfortable for most of us to admit, but maybe it's happening for you in some way and it's definitely happened for me at certain times. If it's happening for you, if you can see this codependent relationship, then cultivating a tribe is vital for you. Realizing that someone else is not responsible for supporting you is a hard pill to swallow, but a necessary one. And first, I think you must place that dependency back into your own lap. And no, I don't mean that you must do everything when it comes to parenting and raising children. 
And I don't mean that you have to go it alone and I don't mean that you have to take on all the tasks and all the jobs. But it's important to realize that you are responsible for asking for help, for helping yourself, for calling in support and doing so without the layers of guilt and expectation and neediness that comes from codependency. You can call in a tribe, you can call in support, you can call in that village as long as you are doing it from the right space. And like I said, without that expectation and the neediness that comes from it. You're calling in support because it's right and it feels good and it's important to you and because you're taking ownership for what you need as well as doing the self-work and the inner work to heal any wounds within you so that you aren't in a codependent pattern with your tribe, with your partner, with your mother, whoever it is. And when it comes to calling in that tribe or inviting in that village, it will help you see that your needs can be supported by different people in different ways. And it doesn't all have to land in the lap of one single person like your partner. So as an example, perhaps your partner is your team player at home. You divide and conquer together the kid duties and they're also the person that you spend quality time with and grow with, reconnecting back into love with each other and enjoying your family years together. And then maybe you have a cleaner to help you with the endless domestic duties. And then maybe you have a women's circle that you attend to nurture your self-development your soul nourishment, your connection to like-minded women. I'm just interrupting today's podcast episode to share with you that the next One Woke Mama Circle is happening in Sydney on the 10th of August at 1pm to 3.30pm. Please come along and join me as we experience a beautiful moment of divine connection in circle with other like-minded mamas. A carved out pocket of deliciousness where you will feel renewed in body and mind. A spaciousness that fills you back up. You will come away feeling inspired by and connected to other mamas who see motherhood as the catalyst for their own spiritual awakening, just like you do. You will experience a sense of presence, inner connection and the gift of awareness, creating shifts, letting go of beliefs and paradigms that no longer serve you and inviting in more of the mother and the woman that you want to be. We will tap into embodiment practices, EFT, meditation, reflective practices with some journaling, and of course, some luscious time away from your children as you return home to you. Of course, if you're a newborn mother, please bring your newborn baby with you too. We'll explore, share, reflect on, and dive into the shadows and the light of your motherhood journey providing and holding space for you to peel back the layers and grow through your own experiences in a shared collective, in a sacred circle, in a mama tribe that understands and sees you. The link will be in the show notes for this episode, or you can follow the link in my Instagram profile as well to book your tickets. I can't wait to have you there. Maybe you have a cooking club with your neighbours and you make meals for each other or collect groceries or watch each other's children so the other can get her eyebrows done. Do you see where I'm headed with this? You can create your tribe in a way that works for you 
and you can create your tribe in a way that feels supportive for you and steps out of that codependent space where you're putting all your needs onto somebody else and expecting somebody else to be that support and that tribe for you in one condensed format, which is just not healthy for them or for you. It's important to identify that you're craving support, that you want somebody to carry you and that you need someone to fill in those gaps. But before you can act on that, you have that realization and then you need to see whether it's a healthy need, a healthy desire for support or whether you are relinquishing responsibility for caring for yourself for caring for yourself and for doing what you need to do to call in the right kind of support and tribe. Are you with me? Are you getting where I'm going with this? I hope so because I'm trying to make a really clear point here. There's a, a, a calling out for support that's unhealthy and there's a calling out for support that is empowered and that is taking full responsibility for caring for yourself first and foremost and asking for other people to support you in a way that's really nourishing and really nurturing and not codependent and not needy and not unhealthy and not relinquishing your own capabilities and your own ability to cope and your own strength and sovereignty and I think sometimes as mamas we can do that we can let go of our power completely and say to our partners or say to that other person I need you to make me feel good, but that's not possible. Or I need you to do everything for me that I'm not good at. Or I need you to support me because I'm flailing. But are you really? Are you really flailing or are you just not realizing how strong and capable you actually are and that you can do this for yourself? And if that means calling in the right tribe and the right village then that is an empowered version of asking for and seeking support. So I hope you see where I'm headed with that. Now, the other thing that's really important for me to highlight here in this episode is that if you are seeking support, if you do desire it and have identified that there is that gap within your support network, that you are lacking that tribe and that village that really lifts you up and carries you and fills in those gaps and you know, you've admitted, I can't be everything to everyone and I need some support and I need that in my motherhood journey. And you're saying, yep, I'm ready for that tribe. Here's what I want to present to you. Could you maybe be ready to create the change required to call in that tribe and to call in that village? Perhaps it's time for you to start your own tribe, to be the fire starter of the village Could you be the one that sets up, for example, a playgroup that resonates with your style of parenting and invite local mums in your area and therefore inviting like-minded women? Are you the one that could organise the cooking club in your community or a community garden if eating freshly grown produce is high in your value system? And speaking of values, part of this process is identifying your values and then finding the tribe that matches that. Perhaps you've been waiting for your tribe to show up, but actually your tribe is waiting for you to do the showing up. 
instead of us sitting here and bitching and moaning that we don't have support and we don't have a tribe and we don't have this, what are you lacking? Where are you lacking it? And how could you go out and create it? I was talking to a mama at a playground the other day and she identified years ago that the standard schooling system is just not right for her son and a few of the other systems that are out there were just not resonating with her and she's really into the Reggio style of parenting and schooling. So she has met some other women and they are starting their own Reggio school. And I just thought that's freaking awesome. She has got a really high value on that and it's very clear for her that that's what she needs and she's called in other women to support her on that particular goal and they're obviously in alignment with that goal too and they're doing it. I met another mama the other day who really cares about creating safe environments for her children to play and at the same time cultivating a community that resonates with her. So she's taken over volunteering at the local playgroup. Her children love playing there. She's organized the whole thing. She's restructured the whole system. She's cleaned out all the cupboards. She did it all and she did it all with a team. So she called in help. And so now she has this beautiful tribe of women that she sees three times a week in this safe environment in a way that really resonates for her and her children. And now her children have this extended group of aunties that they see regularly and that care and parent for her children as she does for them. So you see where I'm going with this, right? I've had an idea recently and one of my local friends has shared in this idea that we want a different style of music group for our children. One that brings in more world music, more tribal music with a much more freestyle, raw kind of earthy vibe to it. So we're looking at how we can do that. And I know that as we start that journey, it will bring in other like-minded women. And that will then create a tribe and a vibe and a village. We then start to lean on each other. As another example, my family and I have been exploring for a very long time uh, to move out of Sydney, to move to the Central Coast. And we've just been waiting for the right property. But in the meantime, I've been joining local groups on Facebook and I've been researching playgroups and I've been connecting online to start building that tribe, to start building that village. So perhaps you've been waiting for this village. Perhaps you're craving it. You've identified that your partner cannot be everything to you. You're identifying that you can't be everything to your children. You've identified that there is a gap, a huge gap for you in terms of support and you desire it and you need it and you're owning it and you're going to take it from an empowered perspective now that you're capable and that you can cope but also you can take the reins of this experience and perhaps go and create the tribe that you desire. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, I thought I was just going to talk about the standard tribe is important, village is important conversation, but it soon became apparent to me that there was another element to this and I hope that's landed for you. If you're not that kind of person that is good at creating community and calling in tribe, that's okay. Please don't see this as a negative, but I am trying to inspire you to take 
control of this to jump into the driver's seat in some way and to call in the support that you need, whether that's just asking for help from your family, whether that's just hiring a nanny sometimes, whether that is calling in a night nurse, whether that is starting your own playgroup, whatever it is. See where you can be in your sovereignty, where you can be the queen of this experience for you, where you can call the village back in in a way that's right and true for you. Maybe it's an online parenting group. Who knows? So let's step out of the neediness and desiring support but being in that victim-y space with it and leaning on people who can't be everything to us and let's take control of this again. Let's find a way to bring the tribe back in in a way that works for you. It will never look like how it used to. We don't live in huts in beautiful villages where the kids are roaming and running free and there's always an auntie or an uncle that knows where they are and somebody is always feeding them. Oh, And as I'm just saying this, I'm just remembering a story that my dad told me. My dad did grow up in a village like that in Syria in a very small town and he tells me stories about how he and the local children would leave at sunrise and they would be either off helping duties with their family or they would be playing roaming the streets with the children and roaming the fields and the farms and as they were you know out playing there would always be um, another mother another auntie another somebody who would notice them you look a bit grubby come here let me wipe your face you look hungry here come and have some rice does your mother know where you are smack them over the head you've done the wrong thing you're naughty come on I'm going to take you to your dad whatever it was but there was never this stress and worry about where their child was because they all loved and trusted each other. The women would bake bread together at the communal oven in the middle of the town. And then on their way home, they would drop off bread to different families and pick up milk from different families and they'd find the kid eating dinner at somebody else's house. And I love that story so much, but that's not what we have anymore. So we do have to find another way to call it in. And as I'm saying that story, I feel really emotional. I feel really... Oh, there's like a longing in me for that experience. You know, I love that my daughter now can open the front door and run downstairs and I don't, I'm not nervous about where she is. I'm not worried. I know she's with Christine downstairs and the kids and I think that's just phenomenal. So yes, it's not that village like my father grew up in, but there is a way and I've had to really sit with leaning into other people supporting me taking myself out of this codependent relationship and expecting my husband to fill all the gaps, to stepping into my own power that I can care for myself, care for my children, care for other people. I can cultivate a tribe. I can be in the driver's seat of this. And that feels really good. So I hope you followed along with me. I know this was um, an interesting, an interesting journey and pathway through this conversation. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I really would. I would love for you to jump onto iTunes and leave me a five-star review and a comment. Your feedback is always just so beautiful for me to receive. So thank you. And if you want to do that privately, you can DM me on Instagram as well. And of course, please share to other women, to other mamas. You know, sometimes I think I should have named this podcast One Woke Woman because... So much of what I talk about resonates across womanhood and not just motherhood. So please share and call in women 
online to connect with this tribe as we all journey through this experience of consciousness. I'm deeply grateful that you tune in. I'm deeply, deeply grateful that you tune in. It just means everything to me. And by tuning in and giving me your feedback and sharing, you empower me to continue spreading this message of consciousness. And I just feel to quickly say here, because it's been going around online for a while, I don't think I'm woke. I don't think you're woke. I don't think anyone is woke. I think from the moment we're born to the moment that we die, we're on the pathway of growth. We're on the journey of becoming woke, of becoming conscious. There is no destination. There is no holy grail moment. There is no, I now pronounce you woke scenario. It doesn't work like that. But I'm passionate about peeling back the layers, about growing, about awakening. And it's just so delicious to me to share this with you. So thank you. And as always, I am just one mama on the path to work. And I hope that you choose to wake up with me too.